What's up, you guys? Rich Tavishan here. Um, so, I actually, <laughs> I actually recorded this full episode already, but I realized after it got recorded and then I sent it out, um, half of it was actually broken. So here I am today. I'm going to record another um, episode for you guys around the three ways to rank on Google's first page with SEO and pay per click. This is going to be a three part series. So stick around. And have a listen. So here are the three ways to rank on Google's first page with SEO and PPC. This is a three-part series. This is part one of three that I want to mention to you guys because um, ranking on Google's first page is not an easy feat. Okay, now um, when you're when you're actually trying to build a business, whether you're brand new to building the business or you're trying to get more traffic to your website. It's really important to understand like there's so many options out there to get like if you're specifically looking for SEO and and getting on the front page of Google, there are actually many different options and over the years of my experience, I've pared them down to these three sort of like a framework of how I think about like how do I get the most eyeballs or the most traffic onto whatever it is, if it's a tool, if it's a website, if it's a web page, um, if it's a service page, if it, whatever it is, landing page, etc. Now, what's really important to consider is, you know, ask yourself, are you doing this, um, you know, with a budget in mind? Are you doing this without a budget in mind? Are you trying to do this just by pure, you know, effort and um, actions and, you know, making sure that you can either run ads or you can create the content, right? Is it the time or is it the money that you have the issue with first? So before I even go into what what the three ways are, ask yourself that question. Is my issue with time or is it with money, right? In other words, let's go into quickly each one. And in fact, I'm going to do a, a little whiteboard video session probably to supplement this as well to kind of help you figure out um, what is the best marketing strategy for you, digital marketing strategy for you? Um, because honestly, there are so many of them out there and everybody talks about their own. You know, there's people out there that prefer one over the other. There are people that are good at, for example, at SEO. There are people that are better at content marketing. There are people that are better at creating podcasts. There are people that are better at writing, right? Whatever it is, figure out what your strength is. Have that self um, actualization and then go into that to market your brand or your business. So what is the issue that you're having? Is it the money or is it the time? If it's the money, obviously running ads is probably not the best approach for you, right? If you don't have a budget um, to to either pay an agency or to pay Google or to pay social media ads, you know, whether it's Facebook, Met, you know, if it's Meta, Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, uh, Pinterest, Twitter, like whatever platform that you, you think your ideal audience is on. If money is the issue, then you obviously don't have the ability to pay for advertising. Um, there are ways to test out with little to no budget. So what I mean by that is like $150 a month. If you have that cash to spare from a budgeting perspective, um, it's probably not worth spending all of that on it, right? But if that's your only option and you want to just get a feel for how you know advertising works, then I would go the DIY route and try to test it out yourself, right? Google Ads, 150 bucks a month isn't going to get you very far. Um, I always recommend to my clients, you know, starting with at least 800 to 1,000 dollars a month minimum in ad spend. 
Um, and then if you're hiring an agency, they typically charge you a fee on top of that to help manage the campaigns. So is so that's money, right? Is money the issue for you? But now time, is time the issue for you, right? If you're working a nine to five job or W2 and, you, and really the only time that you have is to, at the end of the day, um, really utilize that time and utilize that time for either marketing with content, like creating your, your own content through whatever medium makes sense for you or whatever channel makes sense for you. Um, but, you know, when it comes to, if you have the time, then use the time wisely and spend time into creating the content. Now, some people tell me like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. But guess what? If you're, if marketing your business is important to you, then you do have the time and you can take that time. So, Think about that, right? Is the is the issue with money or is it with time? And some for some people, it's actually both, right? I'd have no money and I have no time. Um, I would argue that you probably have the time. You're just not making the time because it's not a priority for you in your life. Um, and and some people might even say I don't have the money, but you probably do somewhere. And you just have to re- reallocate resources to focus on, you know, running ads, for example, um, or hiring an agency. So I wanted to like kind of preface this this three-part series with that first because it's going to be really important for you to understand that when you are trying to rank on Google's first page that you know you have to consider whether is it you know do I have the money to spend on ads do I not have the money to spend on ads or is it that I have the time to create content and to fine-tune my pages so that it's more acceptable for Google when Google ranks um, your pages or, or crawls your pages. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with number one. So this is the uh, three ways to rank on Google's first page with SEO and pay-per-click. Number one is pretty obvious. It's running Google ads. So running Google ads, um, and actually, let me just tell you the three. So number one is running Google ads. Number two is on-page, off-page, and technical SEO. That's number two. And number three is local SEO. And so I'm going to go deeper into each one of these in each part. In this part, we're going to specifically talk about Google Ads. Okay, so um, if you're not like, this might be a little bit more advanced for people that uh, are like, if you're new to SEO and you're new to what that means, if you don't know what that means, I would just recommend stop listening to this episode right now. This is not meant for like foundations and basics. This is meant for pretty technical stuff um, and really tactical stuff. Okay, so number one is running Google Ads. Now, that is the the true uh, tested way of getting on the first page of Google, okay? And by the way, if you run an ad campaign, it doesn't always guarantee that you're going to get on, you're going to get, you know, you're going to bid that keyword properly. So when you think about running a Google ad campaign, there are several things to consider. Number one, it's like, what what are the common sense terms that people are searching for, for my particular product or service? Um, there are keywords like for brand, right? So you obviously, if you have a lot of um, volume for your brand already, if you're already established, if it's a personal brand, a company brand, um, a brand name, you know, whatever. Like for example, if you're Google, uh, excuse me, if you're Nike, obviously Nike has like is probably one of the top searches of all time and continues to be so because everybody knows Nike. They search for it around the world, and it's a very high volume. If you're not Nike, which I'm assuming you're not, if you're listening to this episode, then you kind of want to go the more direct response route. So there's a difference between branded keywords and non-branded keywords. The branded keywords are more of like an ego play, not in a bad way, but more of like an ego play, like, hey, 
you already know me, you know, so we just want to place content in front of you based on the keywords, um, you know, that we that you already know because it's our brand. However, if you're the majority of people in the small to medium business realm and you're not like an enterprise level company, for example, then you want to go the non-branded keywords route. So having said all that, first thing you want to do is figure out what are the keywords, ideally like one or two or three of a phrase, keywords of a phrase that people are searching for. Ask yourself, you know, whatever business you're in, what is the main, for example, problem that you're solving for people, right? I would say the simplest one, let's just think about home services. If you're a plumbing company, the first thing that people are searching for if they have a problem with their plumbing is leaky faucets or uh, fix my sink, right? Or whatever, you know, something around solving that problem. So you have to ask yourself for your business, what is the main problem that people are searching for um, in a simplest form without any jargon, without any technical speak, you know, like think about the use case or the user journey when somebody's um, experiencing the problem, they go to Google, they either voice say it or they text it out. And then the idea is when you know what those keywords are, you can then use Google Keyword Planner, which is a free tool, by the way, to identify what is the volume of the of these searches, right? Like how many people per month in the US or in whatever country you're in. And you could search by location, you can get local and specific drill down by region and uh, metropolitan statistical area. But what are those keywords that people are searching for, right? What are those things that um, people are trying to figure out? And and your job, with if you're going to run a Google ad campaign, is really to serve content that serves them. Now, the, the unfortunate truth and reality of Google ads sometimes is there are people that just scroll right past the ads, okay? Now, is that a waste of money for you? Absolutely not couple of reasons why. Um, I know a lot of marketers and advertisers don't like this, but impressions still matter, right? You're still getting impressions to people, meaning that somebody saw the ad, right? Somebody saw the brand, somebody saw the ad, even if they scroll past it. The only time you pay Google is if they click on it. So if somebody clicks on that ad, you pay for that click. And typically, depending on the keywords, the clicks are anywhere from a dollar to sometimes up to hundreds of dollars, depending on the industry that you're in. The competition also matters. Are you competing for keywords that um, are, for example, insurance agent or real estate agent, or you know, um, gosh, so many, so many different, you know, plumbing company, uh, landscaping business, whatever it is, whatever your business and service is, or the problem that you're trying to solve for those keywords, are you competing with other brands? And the keyword planner gives you the opportunity to see. What is the volume of this keyword? What is the competition of this keyword, low, medium, or high? If it's high, then you probably don't want to go towards that. You probably don't want to try to compete for that keyword, um, even if it's inexpensive, right? I would, I would actually, that, that strategy to me doesn't make any sense. My goal is to identify the highest volume keywords I can find that are low competition and fairly inexpensive at the top range of the bid and the bottom range of the bid. The top range of the bid for example, it could be ten dollars. The low range of the or the low uh, bid would be say two dollars. So anytime somebody clicks on that keyword that you have an ad campaign for in Google, you're you're more likely to pay. And if it's like let's say a medium or low, you're going to pay per click a range from two to ten dollars, right? And it could vary depending on the competition of that keyword during that moment and that time. So do this. 
make sure you number one before you run a Google Ads campaign is that you run um, some keyword research. Okay, because you don't want to you don't want to run an ad campaign for something that people are not searching for, right? If the volume is less than let's say a thousand a month, actually that's probably too high. Let's just say the volume is less than a hundred a month. That's going to be a complete waste of time and money. Okay, now depending on the you know the the objective that you want, it's like ask yourself: Do I want a phone call as a result of this? Do I want a a website view that people can book an appointment. You have to think about what that call to action is for your customer. In the example I mentioned earlier with plumbers, you probably want a phone call right away, right? So you can set up an ad campaign that directly points to a phone call. So when somebody clicks on the link, it'll open up their phone app and it'll be able to call you directly. The benefit of that is now when somebody clicks on that link and they, they call you, you know, you're getting that, that lead immediately. Right. And but now you have to make sure that you have people or somebody answering the phone calls. Otherwise, you're wasting your money. <laughs> and then that lead gets basically lost in the abyss of the Internet. <laughs> OK, so this is one of the ways that you can literally get on Google first page. Right. If you this is the like I said, the best way to do it, assuming that you have budget and money to spend on advertising. Um, I wouldn't even touch traditional marketing. Right. Obviously, like I'm, I'm a very digital marketing guy. Um, Google is used in 90% of the U.S. Right. 90% of users in the U.S. use Google. Probably higher now. Um, I know with like AI and search generative AI, people are thinking that SEO is going to get hurt. I don't think it will because Google. That's Google's business model, right? Like they're not going to hurt their own business. That is a trillion. I think it's a trillion dollar business. Maybe billion dollar business. Um, where somebody does, if somebody does that keyword search, they're going to have ads running, whether it's through the search generative AI or not. Okay, so proper keyword search planning, uh, proper keyword research. You want to do your planning. You want to make sure that you're excluding um, keywords. So these are called negative keywords. Negative keywords are exclusions to when somebody types in, for example, DIY or you know, you want to exclude people that don't have the intent. Um, of actually calling somebody or to calling a company, right? The main difference between, there are really three different types of keywords I should have mentioned earlier. There's more of like entertainment DIY keywords, right? Things that are like, oh, I just, I'm just i just bored. Let me go on like YouTube or whatever or do a Google search and then open up the videos tab and see something entertaining. Um, there's affiliate type things. So if you have an affiliate blog or something and you're trying to rank for keywords, those are a little more competitive, but if you're trying to rank for keywords for like best cell phones of you know 2022 or 2023 or whatever the year is, or best mops <laughs> or best vacuums of this year, those are typically affiliates. However, if you're a company or a brand, this is where the branded and non-branded keywords come into play. So you want to make sure that you're primarily focusing on that and you're excluding keywords that are part of the negative keywords so that you're not getting bad quality leads. Okay. Um, and so if you don't have a budget, unfortunately, you probably aren't going to get faster results, right? Google ads are the like fastest and most, probably the most efficient way to get leads. Um, in my opinion, when it comes to Google, because the, the user's perspective, they have a behavioral intent to do something, whether it's entertainment, whether it's looking for a problem to solve, or whether it's for a particular brand, for example. 
So that is the like literally the one thing that you can do if you have the budget um, to be able to get your stuff right on the front page. And typically, you know, you're gonna you're looking at like position one, two, three, or four above all of the other stuff, right? Above all the Google Maps listings, the organic SEO listing or the organic SEO pages, um, images. Like you, you literally is it's the best way that you can do. It. And there's there's several different ads types that you can run. What I'm referring to primarily is the search ads. So that means you know the the keywords with the um, you, you know the campaign that has the keywords with the title and the description. Sometimes you can add additional context for people to make phone calls or to go to certain pages. Um, but then there's also display image ads. There's also Google Maps ads. There's also local service ads, which depending on your business, that might be a good option as well. So that's number one of part three. Part two and three, like I mentioned earlier, are going to be around off-page, on-page, and technical SEO. So that'll be part two. And then part three is going to be about local SEO, which in my opinion is my favorite type of SEO um, to really grow your business nowadays, especially if you have time. The last two, um, the other two parts are going to primarily be around the assumption that if you have the time, then you can put in the time to do this work. Right. If you want to do your own SEO, it's I think it's a fascinating thing because it's always changing. Um, and um, organic SEO, I just want to leave you with this caveat here. Organic SEO, if anybody claims to know everything about organic SEO, then they're bullshitting you. Okay, I don't even know everything about SEO, and I've been doing this for a while. And the reason is Google changes their algorithms so often that probably the engineers at Google don't even know <laughs> the exact algorithm because there's a massive team that they have that makes these changes. But here's what's here's what's cool. If you are listening to this episode and my episodes about SEO, you'll stay on top of it because I'm staying on top of it. My team stays on top of it. We're constantly reading and learning about how it works, what changes have been made, and we inform you of these things. And um you know, I have my newsletter for that. I use my social media platforms on Instagram. If you want to check me out, I'm at Rich Devetian to communicate with my audience and say, hey, here's some new stuff going on with Google, right? They changed this or, right? Because I think it, I think in the next, let's say 50 to the next 50 years, right? From, I guess, when I'm still alive, everybody's going to continue to Google. It's going to be pretty rare that... Um, Google is going to go anywhere in the next 50 years. So now is really the time to think about how do I start ranking higher on this platform? Um, and if you haven't already <laughs> thought about this, then you're way behind the times. If you're still thinking about traditional marketing and not thinking about digital, how can I incorporate digital? And I'm not talking about like social media, right? Because social media, PR, um, you know, other mediums like that, they're good but they're not going to give you that higher conversion and the higher intention that these customers have when they're searching on Google or if they're doing, um, you know, Google map searches or local searches like that. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, let me know if you have any questions. I do answer all my DMS. If you want to ask me any questions about SEO or pay-per-click ads or anything like that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, 
I'm looking forward to part two and three. Part two and three are going to be awesome. I'm going to go a little bit deeper into, you know, what each of those mean because, you know, you might be able to do it, like I said, DIY, or you could have uh, an agency do it for you, or you can hire somebody, you know, to do it for you as well, assuming that they know what they're doing. Um, but be careful, right? Be careful out there because there's a lot of people that don't know what the hell they're doing and um, you want to make sure that you vet people properly. So, all right, I'll talk to you guys next time. See you on the next episode. Take care.